metaverses are in the disillusionment phase right now. So people are thinking, oh, it's just a passing fad. It's not going to take off, but it will be there. It will become mainstream in the next five years. Welcome to All About the Metaverse podcast, the show that keeps you up to date with the latest technology, trends, and news about our future digital world. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode three of the All About the Metaverse podcast. Super excited today. I have my co-host Alexis with me. Hey, Alexis. Hi, everybody. Hi, Chris. Hi, hi to our growing community. Uh, delighted to be here. Nice to uh, to uh, tag along with this third episode. Looking forward for some more. Even though the state of the metaverse has been a little bit uh, limping here and there, but uh, as long as the metaverse survives, I hope I'll survive. Yeah. The good news is it's not just about us today. And actually, hopefully somebody's going to tell us all about the good things that are happening in the metaverse right now. So without further ado, introducing Gorang, our guest today, CEO of Indoors. The guy has been working on all sorts of projects, whether it be NFT projects with Blockbots, getting gaming uh, systems together so that people could use digital assets within video games. But more importantly, recently he has also co-developed the ERC5606, which we're going to talk about in more detail. But Gorang, thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, 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 guys. Hi, how are you doing? Well, wait, I put my hands together for that 5606 uh, achievement. Well done. Well done. Bravo, yeah, bravo. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, it's been it's been a long road as well, right? So, you know, I've been I've been I've been writing smart contracts for the last six seven years now since 2016, and I think this is the first time I have written an EIP, which has actually gotten accepted and finalized, and now it's ERC five six zero six. I'm really proud of that. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> well, let's tell people what ERC five six zero six is, what it does, why you created it. Tell us a little bit about that. Yep, 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 absolutely. So ERC5606, uh, we, we call it Multiverse NFTs. And, you know, we believe that uh, there's never going to be one metaverse which rules them all. There's going to be a lot of metaverses. There's going to be a lot of Web3 games. And each of these metaverses, each of these Web3 games, uh, they're going to use NFTs in the future, in the near future. Already a lot of them are using NFTs, but NFTs are going to become mainstream in these games and in these metaverses. So literally everything you do, everything you buy, everything you own will be an NFT. And in the future, what needs to happen is these NFTs needs to need to be interoperable. So, uh, you know, the, the, the holy grail of metaverse is the holy grail of Web3 gaming is that you should be able to take one weapon or like one item from one metaverse to another, one game to another. And that's what we are trying to achieve with this new ERC-5606. We want to create interoperable NFTs. We want to create a standard so that all these metaverses and Web3 games can adopt uh, these interoperable NFTs and you know from the ground up when you're creating your NFTs when you're creating your in-game, it- in-game items they should be interoperable so that's what this is all about so what we're talking about here really is the idea that if you imagine this so I buy one particular item let's say sunglasses as a good example so mm-hmm. I buy a set of sunglasses and if I buy that particular multiverse NFT it means that I can then use that in multiple different worlds so things like Decentraland or Sandbox or Voxels or Somnium space or wherever it might be, but I'd be able to use that same item in those different universes? Yes, yes. That's the basic idea. So the way it works is uh, what we've done is we uh, we have kind of created like a wrapper NFT. So using the ERC-5606 standard, you create something that we call a wrapper NFT, which is an NFT at the top level. And this NFT essentially encapsulates 
all the different incarnations or all the different avatars of your sun classes in these various metaverses because uh, one problem right now is that uh, the sun glasses that you're wearing in in real life or in one metaverse they are not compatible with other metaverses so for example uh, decentraland has high fidelity 3d graphics while sandbox has uh, voxels and uh, let's say uh, another metaverse has some different style of 3d graphics so your sunglasses need to be designed in different ways your metadata will be different for each of these metaverses and hence uh, the same pair of sunglasses the same file will not be compatible with all these metaverses so the way erc5606 works is you buy one wrapper nft which is at the top and this nft actually gives you the ownership this gives you gives you access to all the versions of your sunglasses across these games or these metaverses yeah okay um i have a question uh, goran um it sounds that it's okay redundant is not the word uh but it seems to be quite of a difficult undertaking to design you know that particular design that suits every metaverse out there so now obviously as you know with the the emergence of ai are you guys planning to you know implement some ais uh attached to that uh to that system uh, in order you know to facilitate you know so when you when you when you when you mint your nft in 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 a 5606 standard uh the ai behind is already you know like generating you know for you know uh, suitable for 5 to 10 metaverses is that something that can be done yeah no, that's a great and intriguing idea, right? So uh, actually, just I was reading another report. So Adobe, they released their own AI now. And you can touch your videos and you can do some color corrections and everything in videos and in photographs using Adobe. And that's crazy, right? Because I just remember Chat GPT came out like last year or something. And things are moving so fast. So you never know what's going to happen, right? Because see, at the end of the day, if you take the same example, sunglasses, what you need to do is you need to make sure that these sunglasses are actually compatible with all these different file formats. And I'm sure there will be an AI which can convert these things into different file formats. Uh, there will be some loss of graphics. There will be some loss of what you call uh, the, the crispness, for example. But I think that's okay. Uh, as long as your sunglasses can be worn in different metaverses, different games i think that's what we all want because we don't want to be buying or or let's say we don't want to spend hundred dollars on buying sunglasses that work in decentraland you don't want to spend another hundred dollars for sunglasses that work in sandbox and you don't want to spend another hundred dollars for sunglasses that work in fortnite or let's say call of duty because you want to buy the one item just one time and you want to use it everywhere, right? Uh, so I'll, I'll give you an example, right? So let's say, Alexis, you live in Thailand. Uh, Chris lives in London and we live in, you know, in the UK. We, If we buy a pair of shoes or if we buy a pair of sunglasses uh, and if I'm coming to Thailand, the Thai people, they cannot say, hey, you can't wear these shoes here because they're not compatible in Thailand. Right? Watch them. Watch them. <laughs> <laughs> no can do buy buy a new pair here in Thailand. <laughs> no no sir. No no. <laughs> Somebody in customs in Thailand is like that challenge accepted. Yeah. Gorang is now on a watch list when he arrives. Excuse me sir, you're going to have to take those shoes off. They're not compatible in Thailand for real. Yeah, but that's that's what is happening in metaverse right now, you know. There's like so much gatekeeping right now. Uh these items don't work in other metaverses and we want that to happen. Simple as that, you know. Yeah. We've just talked a little bit and we've broached onto the subject of like AI. And I think this is really important here. Like what, in your opinion, Gorang, what does AI and the metaverse look like? How does that come together? Because 
I'm reading a lot, I'm seeing a lot, and there's probably a couple of different schools of thought from imagine how amazing it would be to have procedurally generated um, characters, uh, procedurally generated items, etc. All of this could be created by AI in the future. And I think this is a huge kind of moment of, oh, this is very exciting. So what do you think, what do you think that future looks like? How does AI and the metaverse play together in the future? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. AI. Um, AI is here to stay. Uh, AI is not going away. Uh, we might or might not have autonomous agents in the next uh, five to 10 years, but AI will help or AI will augment whatever we are doing in just life-changing ways, right? So ChatGPT, it can actually do some nice coding. I would say ChatGPT is at the level of a junior developer. Uh, it has some bugs, it has some problems, but that's what junior developers do, right? Uh, their code has some and problems. And senior it's developers not the, sometimes. And some senior developers, yeah. <laughs> so the code is not very optimized, but the same principle can be applied to graphic design. It can be applied to video editing. It can be applied to multiple other things. Even in crypto, uh, you can see a lot of companies, you can see a lot of projects who are combining AI and crypto. So Metaverse is just another use case for AI. And I think AI will be game-changing for metaverses quite soon. And and imagine, right, when you combine AI and metaverse, that's going to be like just mind-boggling. Uh, see, the basic premise of a metaverse is that you have humans who go there and interact with other humans. But uh, if you read some really amazing sci-fi novels, like, uh, you know, um, all the metaverse books, uh, you'll see that there are some AI agents in there as well. So you'll have humans and you'll have AI agents and these AI agents can maybe start creating things. They can start creating new items. They can start creating new experiences in the metaverse. And I think that's going to be really cool. Yeah. And then that's when we end up with either the Matrix or Skynet, right? That's what uh, that's what we're talking about. Be- believe it or not, but yesterday night I showed the Matrix to my to my young wife because she's never watched it. <laughs> and well, besides the fact that he aged pretty well, it was pretty freaky to 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 see this. And uh, uh, I don't know if you guys w- w- watched it recently. It's, it's I mean, it's a stunning movie for sure, um, but uh, definitely a bit chilling. Uh, you know, all these autonomous agents are being created. Like that's happening right now. Yeah. Well, actually, so this is (laughs) a really good point as well, Gorang. So I'm sure you saw recently the news of people like Elon Musk signing together an open letter saying, we don't understand what the impacts of open AI and what they're currently doing and the chat GPT models. And they've basically kind of asked everyone to slow down and to have a bit of a break, right? To have six months of pause before they try and release a new model. Now, that was only, I think, two weeks ago, three weeks ago that that kind of letter came out. Since then, I believe Elon Musk has announced that he's raising funds for a new startup to build his own AI, (laughs) which I think is cheeky as hell, right? You guys stop working for six months and I'll build something at the same time. But what is your thoughts on that? Like, how quickly could this progression and I'm not going to say cause problems like the matrix, but make people unemployed. Definitely. I can see this being a big thing quite quickly, right? Well, 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 this, this show is called like all about the metaverse, not all about the AI. Well, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's going to be huh? a piece of, it's going to be a big piece of the advancement of the AI. Of the metaverse, metaverse, I, yeah, I, agree. I think AI is one of the things that's going to make the metaverse. It's either going to make it or break it really. I mean, we're looking for something that makes it a game changer. No, you, you, you have to be integrated. You, you have to be integrated with the uh, with, with AI for sure. I mean, AI will have a lot of saying into the metaverse, right? Yeah. So one one problem uh, in one of our earlier podcasts, Alexis, we had discussed one problem where uh, most of the metaverses right now are empty. So essentially, there's very few people in there. 
there are not a lot of things that you can do in the metaverse so i think uh, if you actually add autonomous agents in there uh, it might not you know it uh, some puritan people they might not like this idea but if you add some autonomous agents in there it might just become a little interesting you know so if you are in a, if you are in an area if you are in a town there's no one there no activities happening but if you have some autonomous agents you can maybe go and fight with them you can go and you know do some activities with them that might just make it interesting you know so yeah No. Good segue. I wanted to ask you a bit of a tricky question, and uh, not because I want to corner you, but I mean, you you're writing new uh, new <laughs> new st- NFT standards, so you, you will definitely have an opinion on that one. Um, why why metaverse is empty? Why 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 why, mm. why nobody's interested? What's happening there? You you building you building the whole entire infrastructure to make the metaverse fun, and all the fun is uh, sit away. So what's up with that? Yeah yeah that. Actually, you just answered your own question, Alexis. <laughs> All right, so moving on. <laughs> so thank you, everyone, for listening to today's episode. <laughs> yeah. The, the <laughs> so the infra is there. Uh, the websites are there. The apps are there, right? Uh, but the problem right now is with the content creation. So there's not a lot of content out there. So you can go into the metaverse. Uh, you can be there, but there's nothing for you to consume, right? So if you go to like Facebook or Twitter or TikTok, for example, every second you're getting bombarded by like hundreds and thousands of like videos and silly reels and all these things, right? But in the metaverse, you just don't have that. Uh, if you go into gaming, uh, there's like so many games out there. For example, CS:GO is still being played because there are players there who want to go and start killing each other. For example, but in the metaverse, you don't have that. You don't have the content. You don't have the critical mass right now, and I think that's why it's lagging uh, in adoption. Once you get that, I think it will take off definitely. And again, the 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 fiasco with uh, the Meta. Uh, Facebook did not help last year, right? Uh, so the brand image of Metaverse is kind of tarnished right now. But I think it will, it will, uh, it will come back. Uh, so yesterday I was talking with uh, Eddie, and you know what we were discussing is uh, if you look at the life cycle of any technology adoption, Metaverses are in the disillusionment phase right now. So you know people, people are thinking, oh, it's just a passing fad; it's not going to take off, but it will be there and it will, it will become mainstream. In the next five years, yeah. I tell you what, it will all it will all come together once porn goes to the metaverse. And this is why I've marked this podcast as not safe for children. <laughs> P- pornography. What? Is it just a word? Pornography. Pornography is what made internet so damn popular. I mean, who cared about internet before people could watch pornography? Like you try to do like some nice pornography on the metaverse, you'll see people will be doing stuff. Well, for real. to be fair, it's quite interesting, actually, because that has been a, a subject for a lot of things, including formats for years, right? So it was long before the internet, the mm-hmm. conversation was actually what formats, like in terms of DVD, DVD, Blu-ray versus, do you remember Laserdiscs? Yeah, that had their little time. And basically the porn industry was one of the big kind of shifters that went towards DVDs and bang, it happened. It moved very quickly. And actually that's happened quite a few times. And I think... And then it's for the internet. Yeah, yeah. And the internet as well, the same yeah. sort of thing. And again, except you see the internet, these yeah. things. I think there's a yeah. there's a lot of momentum to still happen for the metaverses, but I get what Goreng and, and Alexis, you've said it as well. Currently, they're just not fun. 
that's the problem, right? It's just not fun. If you go in there, the three of us go and walk around and we go, well, what do we do now? Or the three of us can jump on a game of Fortnite and have a great laugh, like, you know, playing with a hundred other people. We should have a black t-shirt meetup <laughs> in, uh, in one, one metaverse. Let's see how many, let's, let's do a happening. Let's do, let's see how many people, let's see how many people have black tissues in at least three different metaverses using the 5606 uh, NFT standard. Let's see. Well, well, wasn't it, wasn't it Ready Player Me? Like I think Ready Player One, sorry, the, the film, literally like the characters, the bog yeah. standard yeah. is a pair of jeans and a black t-shirt. <laughs> so we're fine. We never have to buy digital yeah. assets. Yeah. We're okay. Black t-shirt. I'm good to go. Exactly. And I can wear that in multiple countries and multiple cities as well. No one Except is going to stop Thailand, me wearing you're definitely on a short list <laughs> in Thailand from now on. <laughs> <laughs> so another question for you, uh, Goran. Uh, again, tricky question, just just to make yourself extremely uncomfortable. Um, what do you think would is the nicest the nicest metaverse out there to uh, to to develop on? What is the nicest one? What's the most fun? Uh, an answer, answer from the, 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 the answer with your developer hat on and then with your, you know, like user on. Uh, yeah. So with a user perspective, uh, I would say Decentraland uh, because uh, you can use it right now. Sandbox is definitely <laughs> great and I love it, but uh, you can't use it. Uh, they're not open yet. So they are doing some public alpha again and again. I don't know when they're going to open up or if they're going to open up, but... Uh, okay. Okay, Sandbox, if you really can hear us, uh, that's a message for you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I hope Sandbox, you heard the message. <laughs> no, they're amazing. I, I love it. But uh, yeah, it's just not open, so we can't use it. So okay. what are we going to do? Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I think the top two options right now are like Decentraland and Voxels. Uh, but yeah, I think Decentraland has uh, more people using it. So if you build something in Decentraland, there's a chance that it might get used by other people, you know. And uh, yeah, you'll have to spend less effort on marketing it, for example. Yeah, I have a question for you, Goran, because recently we saw the Fortnite, um, basically massive announcement, right? They've opened up their Unreal Engine. They've said to their community, go crazy, build whatever you want, have fun. You can monetize it, and if people buy it, we'll give you 40% of the, the revenue that's generated. For me, I'm looking at Fortnite right now and going, this is a metaverse, because it doesn't matter what sort of game you want yep. to create or experience. It doesn't even have to be a game. It can just be a wandering around in nature if you wanted it to be. This, to me, is a metaverse. Would you agree with that? Yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. Uh, a metaverse can be anything. It's, it's not constrained to like, something that is called a metaverse. A metaverse is a concept, I would say, right? Uh, yeah. So how do we get these Web3 metaverses? And I'm going to start referring to them as Web3 metaverses, so the sandboxes, the decentralands, and everybody else involved. How do we get them to start actually realizing that the fun part is what makes Fortnite have, I think, we talked about this, Alexis, last time, right? 400 million monthly active users or something crazy like that. I mean, we're not talking about 1% in Decentraland of the, the Fortnite audience. We're talking about 0.001% maybe. And I think this is a massive thing, right? How do we get these Web3 uh, metaverses to start embracing this, right? We need it to be fun. It needs to be a game. It needs to get people involved and it needs to have that community around it otherwise there's just nothing there yeah no absolutely so uh, 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 just uh, as an example in decentraland uh one of the most popular apps and like the places there is ice poker which is 
gambling game so it has a lot of traction it has a lot of people actually playing that poker but uh, see right now the problem with web3 metaverse is that most people actually look at it for getting some tokens or you know earning some money really so it's not about it's not about actually going and engaging and having fun it's about earning money somehow uh, and i think that's a big problem uh, these metaverses need to pivot from there and they need to focus on the fun part they need to focus on the engagement um, see they they're trying to do partnerships with these big brands like adidas nike all these shoe brands or some you know singers and all these things uh, that's good uh you might have some concerts there but i think gaming is one definitely crucial aspect that needs to be in there so you need to have some fun games you need to have some fun experiences and where people can go and keep playing it again and again and again and again and uh yeah you just have something to do there i think that's very important absolutely okay well uh, let's uh, let's wait for the fun to uh, to happen again now um let's talk a little bit about like uh, next moving trends Okay, we spoke about AI. Uh, we spoke about like uh, all those metaverses that you know what, what they need to do in order to attract more people. Uh, how do you see maybe you know people creating? Uh, I, I'm talking about a trend, right? This is just like sort of brainstorming. But I want to have your opinion on this. What do you think about people creating their own little metaverses? Like you know now you you, you have AI supercharging you know uh, the ability for people to create their own little metaverse. For example, if Tomorrow, I want to create my little open uh, metaverse for everybody to come and join and have fun. And that would be a very, uh, a, a, you know, uh, not long lasting metaverse, for example, like, you know, it would last 10 days. And within these 10 days, people will go completely insane in my, in my metaverse. Do you think something like that could, uh, could, could fly? Uh, no, that's that's a great question. And let me just dive a little deeper into this on the technical side, right? So there are two aspects to this. Uh, the first aspect is the tech side, the infrastructure, the infra. So creating that infra itself. So when you're talking about creating a metaverse, uh, so there are two aspects. One is creating the infra itself. So something like Fortnite, something like Sandbox, something like Decentraland, where you have a system, where you have a platform, where people can come and create their experiences. And the second aspect there is creating something where people will come and do something. Uh, so let's say, Alexis, you want to do your own metaverse. I don't think it makes sense or I don't think it's possible to do a new metaverse or a new protocol or a new platform very easily. You're such it a hater. It takes a lot of time. <laughs> no, it takes a lot of time. It will take you at least two to three years to make a, make something good, make something that is uh, robust and that's something that millions of people can use. But I think the best way to go right now is to use something that already exists like Fortnite or like Decentraland. Go there, buy some land. Uh, in Sandbox, you can buy some amazing land um, and then you can the build moment. a great experience. Yeah, very cheap at the moment. Yeah, And you can build a great experience there. And that's something that you're talking about, right? So you can buy that land. Uh, you can build that experience for 10 days. You can bring it down. You can build something new on the same land. And I think that's something that will uh, that will create a lot of engagement. Uh, yeah. So there's no point in creating a new platform, no point in creating a new protocol. Uh, you can do it, obviously, but you need massive investment for that millions of dollars and multiple years yeah talking of multiple years millions of dollars and everything else did you see the other side trip too uh no i haven't actually yeah have you okay uh, we'll leave it there then if you haven't seen anything <laughs> from it then I, i won't ask you any questions i'm just intrigued because i think this no, is I another to, one of those check it out, yeah. moments 
yeah, I think that's another one of those moments where we're talking about bringing lots of people together and stuff. And I think that's one of the uh, interesting ones to watch for now. But again, like you said, not like Decentraland that's actually open and you can do stuff. It's very much a closed beta at the moment or closed alpha, depending on which way you want to talk about it. So that's a different uh, conversation. I think we're going to wrap up really simply with one last question. And I think I already know because I think you actually answered it in part in, in and amongst these other questions. But for you, Gorang, you don't see this as being one metaverse to rule them all, do you? No, 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 not at all. Not at all. Yeah. So Alexis wants to do a metaverse every 10 days. Uh, I'm saying we won't, maybe we won't get there. <laughs> but there will be dozens of metaverses out there. And that's why we are creating this standard, ESC 5606, to create interoperability between those standards. Uh, there won't be one metaverse, but we want you to have one item that can be used across those metaverses. As simple as that. Yeah. Good point. Perfect. Good point. Gorang, okay. thank you so much for your time today. It's been absolutely fantastic to talk about this. And again, we're going to leave some links down below to the ERC5606 so people can find out more. And again, if you are working on a project or anything else and you want to look at how you can use multiverse NFTs to help your project, simply have a look in the show notes. You'll find a way to get in contact with Gorang directly and be able to talk to him in more detail. Gorang, thank you so much. Alexis, thank you again for uh, for joining us. Th and Thank you, Alexis. Thank you, Gorang. Thank you, Chris. Episode. See you guys. Bye now. Thank you, guys.